it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, I'm Vaughan Bennis and welcome to this episode of New Horizons. This the second in our series from the year that was the Blind Citizens Australia Happy Hour conversation held in early December of 2020. Returning you now to Emma Bennison. There's been uh, some misinformation floating around of late and I really want to put it to bed um, that BCA uh, is somehow going to place less, less emphasis on individual advocacy in the future and that really could not be further from the truth. Um, we are absolutely committed um, to individual advocacy um, you've only got to look at the case, the recent case numbers. Um, I think it was 129 cases. Is that right, Martin, in the last um, 12 months? You know, there's, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever why uh, we would do that. And I'm, I'm mystified about where that information came from, but I can assure you it's not the case. Um, so if anybody says it to you or raises it with you, please um, let them know that you've, you've heard it straight from us, that it's not the case. Um, so now I'm going to hand over to Angela Jeske. Angela is the General Manager Operations um, and Angela is going to talk to you about her area of work now. So thanks, Angela. Um, so I just wanted to give you a quick update. Um, as, as it was mentioned earlier too, we're now at a team of 17, which is the biggest um, number of staff members that BCA has ever had. Um, and, yeah, it's really exciting to be part of that growth uh, and development of the team as well. So a big part of my role is making sure staff are connected, um, especially as we are in a remote workplace. Um, and then also with the added um, the added challenges with COVID um, and all of the extra Zoom connections and, and all of that to make sure that, that staff were feeling connected and also remembering to pick up the phone rather than relying on Zoom all of the time, um, just for a slight change of scene uh, from, from your office work office, uh, your home office desk. Um, so, yeah, we have had some, some great feedback, especially from new staff saying that they do feel connected, so we must be doing something right. <laughs> um, another big part of what I do is organise and coordinate staff training, and that's a really important part of, of the team, um, again, growth and development. And... Um, yeah, we look at that in a, in a number of ways, get a lot of feedback from staff to make sure that the topics that we cover are relevant and uh, that that's relevant for the whole team or for as many people as possible. Uh, and then also, um, you know, bringing the board in for some, some training as well where that's relevant also. Uh, some other things uh, or highlights of, of the 2020 year um, we used some funding um, around organisational development to update some of our, well, a lot of our uh, templates and forms um, and also our style guide. So hopefully you'll notice that in our writing and in, our, in things that we send out that it is a bit more, uh, it matches a bit more <laughs> and we use the same language throughout 
and that our templates are a lot cleaner um, and letterheads and those types of documents a lot cleaner and hopefully uh, more accessible and, and more and easier to use. So that's for both staff and also for members. Uh, so do if you do come across some of our new templates or, for, or uh, forms or um, documents and you notice that that it looks different um, and yeah if you've got any feedback please do let me know because I'm really keen to hear it to make sure that that it is a useful uh, way to do things and that that it is a, um, a yeah a more accessible uh, document for members and staff. Um, as Emma mentioned, we do a lot of advocacy at BCA. So a couple of significant advocacy wins that we've had in terms of the systemic advocacy. Uh, hopefully you've all heard a lot about audio description on ABC and SBS, and you will continue to hear a lot more about that in the coming 12 months as well. So yeah, there's some really exciting things happening and it's all happening very quickly as well. So hopefully, um, yeah, you can be involved in, in some of that action around audio description on TV. Uh, and also um, after updating our um, position statement on disability parking permits, um, we got a, a fairly significant win in Queensland with the government changing their eligibility to include blindness and vision impairment as an eligibility criteria um, in applying for a disability parking permit. So, yeah, that's another significant win and, yeah, it took a lot of work and effort from um from some of our members and also in partnership with uh, Guide Dogs Queensland and other um, Vision Australia and other partners as well. So it's definitely a group effort for that one, but yeah, really pleasing to see, uh, see that outcome. We've done a fair bit of work with the Disability Royal Commission this year um, and they've created a community engagement sector in their team. So we've been connecting with them. Some of you may have heard the panel that we had, the panel discussion that we had um, with some, um, some of the Royal Commission staff um, at our BCA Connect event on the 17th of October. Um, so, yeah, it's really great that they are engaging with us at that level. And we've also supported individuals to make their own submissions and also uh, responded to a few issues papers that the uh, Royal Commission has released as well. So, yeah, there's definitely lots happening behind the scenes that uh, <laughs> that hopefully you see um, some really good outcomes for, you know, in terms of those advocacy campaigns, but then also, you know, BCA looking and feeling like a, a professional um, disability advocacy organisation. So, um, yeah, really appreciate your, um, your commitment to your membership at BCA and engagement with these types of events as well. Thanks so much, Angela. Um, yeah, so I'm Sally and I am the General Manager of Projects and Engagement at BCA. I um, started in this role at the same time as Angela. Um, this year, our member engagement has taken well, a, a slightly different tact to, to normal. Unfortunately, we have had to um, postpone or cancel altogether pretty much everything that we had planned to do in face-to-face. Um, but it has given us the opportunity to really focus on our virtual connections and making sure we plan events that 
um, are interesting and at times and, and um, using methods that suit um, our membership all across the country. Um, so we have been working on things like our happy hours. Um, so starting off with doing those six days a week at the start of the year, just to try and uh, reduce the, the sense of the feeling of isolation that many people felt um, during the beginnings of the, the COVID-19 pandemic when a lot of us were um, restricted in our ability to, to move around and, and visit people in person. So they were one way that we tried to yeah, maintain connections with people in a, in a fun and interesting and, and low-key kind of way. Um, we also focused on our member updates, taking those from monthly and making those weekly email blasts that we send out on a Friday afternoon to keep members up to date with what's happening at BCA in terms of our work, our staffing, our projects, and as well as other things that may be um, of interest and relevance to people from uh, external organisations as well. So you might often see some job opportunities posted there. We have um, often different sporting events that are coming up, audio described productions. Uh, we have updates from the ABC, SBS and other providers around audio description on TV and all sorts of other things. Uh, and if ever, anyone has any content that they would like to uh, have included in the member update. We do have a dedicated email address, which is memberupdate at bca.org.au. We have also made sure that we've been sending out our communication via post in both Braille and large print as well for those members that we don't have an email address for. Uh, so we've sent out a few updates with information, uh, particularly in the beginning of the year around accessing groceries and pharmaceuticals and other services uh, during these interesting times. We've continued our work with the First People Disability Network in running the Aboriginal Blind People's Forum. And we look forward to doing many more of those. We've got three planned for next year. Um, we're already well underway for planning the first one, which is scheduled for March. Um, and we're looking at formalising uh, and putting into place a bit of an agreement with First People Disability Network on some things that we might be able to work on with them as well moving forward. We've continued to run our new member welcome forums, which were a new initiative at the start of this year. We've done three of those now and plan on continuing those well into next year as well. Uh, so those we provide a bit of a history and an overview of the work of BCA, uh, both in the past, current and things that we're looking to in the future. And we talk about different ways that people could get involved with our organisation. So that could be through our branches, through our different um, committees and the National Policy Council, the consultations that we do, um, and any of the projects and initiatives that are happening at that time. Uh, we hosted BCA Connect, and this was our first ever virtual uh, conference and was a great success. We had over 100 people register and provided information and updates, uh, and that also incorporated some state-based forums to focus on some matters closer to home. The other uh, in thing that we've been focused on in terms of member engagement is what brings us all here tonight and that's our BCA inform events and we uh, came up with this idea as a bit of a more uh, well still a low-key but slightly more formal way to share information about what BCA is doing but also to perhaps provide external organizations like other blindness service providers with the opportunity to come and share a bit about what they're doing. We do have a fair few topics in mind for next year because these are something that we will definitely keep going. But if there's something in particular that you would like uh, to see the focus of one of these events be, then please reach out and let me know. Uh, and I can definitely see if there's an opportunity to schedule that in as well.
Um, as well as our member engagement, my role focuses on overseeing the many projects and grants that we um, are often running simultaneously. Um, so as Angela mentioned before, one of our grants that we have just finished up involved individual and organisational capacity building. So that's the grant that enabled us to hire our national membership development coordinator. Uh, and it also enabled us to, to update our website, which we launched at our AGM last year, to do a cleanse of our database and also to build a new database. Um, so we have completed that work and that's fantastic because we now have a database that's fully accessible and functional and can be used by all staff. Uh, and so that's been a great way for us to sort of streamline our communications um, and to make sure that we're reaching out to the right people about the right things. And one grant that we are just in the process of finishing up at the moment is our Eye to the Future project. This one, unfortunately, took a bit of a hit with COVID-19. We did have some in-person events planned in terms of an employer symposium. We were able to rethink, uh, recreate and redesign the project. Uh, and we did just last week run a couple of workshops online that focused on changing the perspective of employers when it comes to hiring people who are blind or vision impaired. Um, the Eye of the Future project also comprised of our internship program the building of the Eye to the Future website and the development of our four day in the life employment videos, uh, which you can find on our social media pages on the Eye to the Future website. And we've also shared them on numerous other platforms as well, but they're definitely worth a watch. And that leaves us with our second individual and organisational capacity building project. This grant has a number of different activities um, and we're really excited to be launching many of those in very early next year. One thing that you'll see in our member update when it comes out tomorrow is the expression of interest for our executive leadership program, which was referenced earlier tonight. So definitely keep an eye out for that if you're interested in perhaps looking at a leadership role within BCA, be it as staff or board. We also have a skills exchange program coming up. We are working on some scholarships for tertiary education and we are looking at some um, peer support networks as well. So that will all be launched in the early part of next year. And that ends the second episode in our holiday series featuring the year that was the happy hour from Blind Citizens Australia held in early December of 2020. I'm Vaughan Benison. I'll join you again next week. We'll achieve the realism.